0: well for one thing i noticed that at that time i didn't pay attention to my body if i had a headache what i would do is i would just go take some excedrin or you know i should say um anything to get rid of the pain right i didn't think i didn't realize that i could use food or i need to stop and think what causes headache because a lot of times sometimes when we get a headache it's not what happened then might be something that happened a few days ago that's bringing on this headache now right so through this process i learned about um mindfulness and being mindful even when i'm eating a meal when i'm sitting down to do anything when i'm walking being mindful of everything that's something at the time i knew nothing about how to really really pay attention to my body prayer and meditation at the time I was Christian. So I did pray, but the meditating portion, sitting down and listening, receiving those messages, that's something I didn't do either. (laughs) So all of these components, when we're looking at what it is that I have to do to focus and pay attention to my body, that's something I really needed to learn.
1: Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com forward slash edtalks and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs. Audible content includes an unmatched selection of audiobooks, original audio shows, news, comedy, and more from the leading audiobook publishers, broadcasters, and entertainers. So download a free trial today and start listening. It's that easy. Just go to audibletrial.com forward slash Ed Talks. How's it going, powerful people? My name is Edouard Gilles, and thank you so much for tuning in to another holistic conversation here on the Ed Talks Daily Podcast. This podcast is all about growth in all aspects of your life. How do you solidify a great mindset that will lead to a healthy body, healthy relationships, and an in tune spirit? So, join me on this journey to becoming the best version of ourselves. So, if you want a podcast that you can relate to, a podcast that will motivate and inspire you, all while educating you on how to personally develop and grow as a human being, at Talks Daily is for you. And without any further ado, I have a special person here in the studio today. We connect on so many levels. And her name is Keisha Christian. And she founded Keisha's Gems in 2014, which is a multifaceted healing product line, which includes natural soaps, moisturizers, and deodorant, and also holistic lifestyle coaching. And it was a persistent health problem that led her to her passion for healing. In 2007, Keisha's health began to deteriorate, but her doctors were unable to diagnose the cause. Figuring she had nothing to lose, she met with a natural health practitioner who suggested changes to her diet and exercise regimen. When her health and overall well being improved dramatically, Keisha began to explore how the simple choices we make every day determine how we feel. She found something as small as a bar of soap could have had a significant health consequence. She discovered that we are permeable, that we absorb and ingest our environment from food and air to energy and emotion. This awareness led her to study with various master herbalists to learn how plants can heal the body, heal its various holistic practitioners. She explored how our thoughts and spiritual well-being are reflected in our physical selves. With that, she became so attuned to energy medicine that she is now a Reiki master. So drawing on nearly two decades of being an educator, Keisha empowers her clients with knowledge and she emphasizes that even the smallest steps work synergistically to bloom into a vibrant health. All you need to do is begin and that's exactly what we're going to do today. We're going to begin to have a conversation that will help you see how little things can make a big difference. So Keisha, thank you so much for joining us today on the Ed Talks Daily Podcast.
0: Thank you so much for having me on. I feel honored to be here and um, I'm grateful to share space with you today.
1: Yes, I am grateful to share space with you and Isn't that like what life is all about? It's like sharing the space, um, enjoying the space and letting the energy uh, make that space somewhere we want to be in. Usually I say, why don't you introduce yourself? Right. But today we gave a introduction to the podcast. But what I realized over time of interviewing multiple people from all types of backgrounds is that an introduction always misses one component. And a lot of times it's your story. So why don't we start with that? You know, everyone is like a character in a movie and there's a pivotal part of their lives where they make a shift or something happens and they had to make a change. Keisha, what's your story?
0: Well, um, as you mentioned, um, my, my health began to deteriorate. This happened, I would say, back in 2007. It probably was before that. But when I started to notice it it was in 2007 Um, and I was going to different doctors and they couldn't find out what was wrong with me. I was having all sorts of tests done. I had CAT scans done. I was having MRIs, all sorts of things. And they couldn't figure out what was wrong with me. And I continued just not feeling well. And um, so what my cousin, I have a cousin who's, um, she's a vegetarian. Well, actually she's vegan. And um, at the time she was vegan. And she suggested um, someone for me to go to an herbalist that um, she actually um, went to herself. And I went to this person. And from there, I started feeling so much better. And um, what the herbalist taught me to do, she taught me how to um, use food to heal me. She gave me multiple books to read. so I le- I started learning about herbs through that, and from that experience, I became a certified herbalist. I went on to um, do what she's, you know, doing the same thing she's doing. So I don't want to say it like um, as, the, as this is like being ego driven, but I actually surpassed her as far as knowledge went on um, with certain things, and um, I'm just continuing on this journey of learning how to heal, and I want to help others to heal too and for them to learn the relationship between food, plants, their body. So we're learning how to take care of ourselves on a um, holistic level, mind, body, and spirit. And I do believe at that time when the doctors couldn't figure out what was wrong with me, it was something with me spiritually. It wasn't something with me physically. That's why no test could see what was wrong with me and I had to learn going through this journey that's what that was all about
1: so paint the picture for me I mean I know sometimes when I feel uh, that dis-eased out of ease bothered feeling uh I'm not feeling like Ed right now how does you not feeling well feel like
0: well for one thing I noticed that at that time, I didn't pay attention to my body. If I had a headache, what I would do is I would just go take some Excedrin or, you know, I should say um, anything to get rid of the pain, right? I didn't think, I didn't realize that I could use food or I need to stop and think what caused this headache. Because a lot of times, sometimes when we get a headache, it's not what happened then. It might be something that happened a few days ago that's bringing on this headache now. Right. So through this process, I learned about um, mindfulness and being mindful, even when I'm eating a meal, when I'm sitting down to do anything, when I'm walking, being mindful of everything. That's something at the time I knew nothing about how to really, really pay attention to my body prayer and meditation at the time I was Christian. So I did pray, but the meditating portion sitting down and listening, receiving those messages that's something I didn't do either so all of these components when we're looking at what it is that I have to do to focus and pay attention to my body that's something I really needed to learn
1: and you said your spirit would felt a little bit out of alignment because you said when you went to the doctor it wasn't necessarily just your bodily functions but your spirit was kind of off. I mean, so what does it mean to have an off spirit?
0: I wasn't, um, I would say, at peace with myself. And I didn't realize it at the time. I wasn't at peace. I wasn't completely happy. right? And then when I think about, at that time, the things that was going on with me, I had gotten, um, I was laid off from my job. I remember that it was the year before. So just going through that and knowing that, of uh, just thinking about what am I gonna do for income? That was one of the things too. But um, when I, and even um, at the job I had at the time, I was not happy. I was still teaching. Um, I was really young at the time. So I had just gotten out of college. and um, And I was at the school and I was so excited to have a job. Like, wow, I'm just out of college and I'm teaching but it was the environment I was in. It was not a happy environment. So that did take a toll on my spirit and I was there for four years. So with that, you don't realize that when you um, are in a certain situation, how that takes a toll on you spiritually. And I didn't realize it at the time now that I'm looking back at it.
1: There's a lot of people in and business in general, like you're going through your career, you just got a college and you just now, okay, I'm going to go in, I'm going to finally do what I've been working so hard to get. And then once you get there, you're like, uh, is this what it is? Then you're like, uh, I got to maybe find happiness someplace else. And I mean, you said something that you, you used to be a Christian, right? So did, did, did you make a transition from Christianity to find more peace or... I mean, where did you start to see peace come from specifically? Um, Was it a combination of this healthy eating, meditation, and reading? Or did you find a different source?
0: Well, for me, um, it was a combination of everything. Once that happened, I tell people it actually started with my hair. Meaning that at the time, I was um, chemically processing my hair. And I didn't want to do that anymore. So I decided, you know, I don't want to do that anymore. I want to be natural now. That's how I felt at the time. I didn't realize what I was doing, I was, starting, I was opening a porthole. And then, and we'll go into a porthole a little later, I'll explain that what I mean by that. And then it went to my diet. Through the help of my herbalist that I was going to, she helped me with learning about the connection with food and our bodies, and how food could be used as medicine. And then moving on, I started to then, um, when I started with the book she gave me, and I started really um, studying, learning about the chakra system and energy medicine, things I was never been exposed to in the church. And um, from there, as I carried on through my journey, I basically left the church. And that's a whole nother story in itself, why I, um, I made that decision. But through that, through this journey, I guess... Um, looking at now that I'm talking about it I didn't even realize I'm realizing now I was going through a journey of finding my own happiness and peace and not being where I was told to be and doing what people wanted me to do
1: Mm. so that just got me it's like our life is like a cassette tape in the beginning we never really made the music. We just kind of like got old records passed down from our families. Be like, yo, listen to this right here. And over time, that all that noise drowned out our inner voice. And we never really figured out what's our music. So as you begin to like develop and learn about how your entire body and how, you know, the reality, you start to create your own. Vision or your own version of what this world is from your own paradigm. That's what they call a spiritual awakening. So, do you think that you had one?
0: Oh, most definitely. And that's what I'm talking about. I opened a portal. Because um, for me, after I went through this experience, that's when I really started receiving messages. You know, I'm sitting there in meditation and then I'm hearing this is what you should do. You know, um, do this. And I started becoming obedient, just like um, my business. It started my business. Oh, Keisha, I'm hearing, I'm I'm receiving messages. Oh, Keisha, start a business. Um, And then it's being confirmed through people around me. Oh, Keisha, you know what? I love that. I love that um, lotion you made. I love that soap you made for me. You know, you really should start selling this. I'm getting confirmation, and then um, I'm hearing constantly write a book. So I decided to write a book, <laughs> you know. And um, not to say that um, writing was never writing was never really a big passion of mine. You know, some people that that's their passion to write. My passion was to educate, and through me listening or what you call it, um, following my awakening. All these things I'm starting to see is happening and it's happening at a rather quick pace as people are telling me. To me, it doesn't feel that way, but that's what I'm hearing from so many people around me. When I go to different um, workshops or interviews or even um, different events, I also vend. Um, When I go to different events where I'm vending, I hear that from so many people that I'm meeting.
1: Wow, you know, you said something I thought it was really interesting, and it's a something that I I almost like listening, being in tune. I said, I said, we pray for answers all day long, but God has given us the answer in the form of an idea, right? And and He confirms it with other people's input. Other people's say so. Oh, like, like you were always, like, I always knew you would do something like this, or you should start a business, or you should. So, all of these are literally downloads. And I say that we literally have to reduce the noise and the discordance in our body so that we can actually download all of those information and that whole idea of downloading information without necessarily necessarily reading or pressing a button somewhere, but it's just automatically getting to you is intuition, right? So what do you think intuition is and how can we use that to create our holistic, healthy life?
0: Well, um, as you just uh, mentioned, um, a download or as we say, awakening or opening a porthole. Some people would say, um, I know I I know uh, a saying people say in the church, you know, um, this has been put into my spirit, or God has spoke to me. You know, all of those things combined, or even like you have like this this knowing or this feeling in your in your gut. All of that is intuition, and um, when you actually follow where when you get these messages, it's amazing. How things just come together, people will start coming into your life to help you. Um, you'll even get even more ideas. You will. Um, you'll just be there in the middle of the night. I know I'm speaking from personal, um, personal experience.
1: So tell us specifics.
0: Oh, as far as um,
1: some other intuitive moments.
0: This yeah, idea. like oh, so. Um, the other day, um, I, I like to do spiritual baths. So um, even like I'm um, sitting in the tub, I will get a whole idea for a show. Like I noticed now, like I need to start having my notebook. All, everything I'm supposed to say and do will come to me. Um, that's one thing, um, or I'll have a dream and it will be so vivid. Like I have to keep my notebook next to my bed. It'll be so vivid that when I get up in the morning, I have to write everything down because I'm being shown exactly what I need to do. There are even times like before I go to bed, I'll ask a question. And by the time I get up, that question is answered. You know what I mean? So that's, these are the things that are are happening. So when you actually follow through with your life's purpose, Walking into your your destiny, as I like people, as I like to say now, walking into my purpose, everything starts to come together. Not to say you're not gonna have challenges, things will arise because that is a divine plan, because that is meant to push you and for you to become your better and your higher self, and not to become comfortable. So that's what that looks like for me.
1: Keisha, Keisha, you're just you're explaining part of my life.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's why when you contacted me and I started watching your YouTube videos and I was like, oh my goodness, like we're in such alignment with each other. It's, it's that was just, it's amazing.
1: Yeah, I um I experienced all of those that you just said, and it's mm-hmm. it sometimes it went it went over my head. Um, and that's an interesting concept when you say like something going over your head it's as if you, it's, it's as if your head was not able to comprehend what's going on cuz it's just like oh my god like but anyways
0: but it'll come back to you though like at the you'll be at one moment for like i'll just say like one day you might be sitting somewhere or doing something not even thinking about what happened to you 5 years ago and then an instant something will happen you're like oh that's what that meant
1: hmm Yep.
0: yeah so it's not really going over your head it's like going into your spirit and then when it's time for you to download that information it will you'll be able to download it because you have to go through a certain experience to be able to do so
1: that's so a lot of things that goes over our head is because it's going to our spirit
0: yeah well this is my experience i only can speak from my point of view
1: no no actually i like that that makes a lot of sense Mm-hmm. it goes over our head because we don't necessarily can directly communicate with our spirit any hey, spirit tell me what you got going on it's something that we have to intuitively listen to and that can be hard because of all the noise that we have and noise yeah distraction mm-hmm. and and noise is not just in the form of you know people talking or it's, it's about the negative energies around the world, you know, from anything like the news or a TV show that threw you off or uh, bad foods or just unhealthy habits. So that's why we have to begin to undo the noise and be able to listen by cleaning our temples. So when we talk about that, that brings us to the whole holistic lifestyle. So tell us, what does it mean to, to, to take your life in a holistic way? Take a holistic approach to your life, which you've already told me how you did it for your life, but what does that mean for the regular human being?
0: So, like when I mentioned earlier, we're talking about mind, body, and spirit. And a lot of times when people hear the holist, when they hear the word holistic, they're thinking, um, oh, eating healthy. But it's not necessarily physical food. It's what you're feeding your spirit. Um, and one of the things I talk about in my book, oh actually, both my books, I talk about this. Um, I talk about prayer meditation and um your thoughts. What are you feeding your mind? What are you telling yourself every day? Because I, I was um I saw a post one time on Instagram we talk what it said, um, be careful of your thoughts because your body is listening. You feed yourselves these things, you're not just feeding it physical food, you're feeding it your thought patterns. Um, so I discuss that in my books. Um,
1: so let's talk about that. How do we feed ourselves with our thoughts?
0: Well, you feed yourself with your thoughts by um, negating your negative thoughts. So, for instance, if you say, if, you, if you're thinking about doing something and you're like, oh, I'm not smart enough to do that. Negate that thought by saying, I may not know how to do this now but I'm learning and I'm becoming better at this. These are actually um, exercises that I've even done with my students who, um, most of my students that I mentioned to you earlier, IP. So they might not be the strongest readers. Um, they're not known as the smartest students. They might not get on honor roll. And I always enforce this with them. I break that negative thought pattern because they're so used to here. You're not smart enough. You're dumb. You can't do this we have to cut that. So if we want to become our higher selves, we need to change our thought process. Sit and meditate, as I had mentioned earlier. Listen for those messages that we're getting from the universe because only that is leading us to our higher selves.
1: A lot of people now are coming out saying, I meditate, this is part of my routine, I meditate. And before, meditation was like something that people don't even want to talk about, like meditate, what is that, dude? So walk us through, how do you meditate? What does the process of meditating look like?
0: Well, there are different, so many different forms of meditation. Like, um, for me, one of the things that I like to do, I might get up in the morning and I sit in front of my um, personal altar. And um, basically, I just sit there and I, I might just um, sit and observe my altar. Like I have an ancestral altar and I sit and observe. I might look at my grandmother, just sit and observe her, look at her smile, her eyes, right? She has a beautiful hat on. She loved hats, especially when she was going to church. Just, just look and observe at that. Look at my grandfather, how handsome he looks, how nicely they look together as a couple. Just a, or just observe the other things I have on my altar as well. Um, If I light a candle, just paying attention to the candle, how the candle is flickering. This is a way of me um, clearing my mind and eliminating that noise or distraction from the outside world. Um, And even if I do have a thought that you might consider negative, I let it go by using the same method that I, I talked about earlier by negating it. Yes, I might not know how to do that, but I'm going to become better at it. Um, No, this is not stupid what I'm doing. I'm here to help um, people and to bring them to a higher vibration and to have them live their greatest version of themselves. Um, I might um, just sit and breathe with my eyes closed and just pay attention to my breath. Sometimes... What I do, too, is I like to listen to African drums. So I might just sit and just listen to the beat of the drum, the highs and lows, how it changes the rhythm, the beats. These are all things I do, too, as a way of meditating. Or I forgot to mention, sometimes I do walking meditations as well. So when I do my walking meditations, I'm repeating affirmations in my mind over and over again I live in an abundant universe all that I need want and or desire will come to me with great ease and little effort I might say that over and over again as I'm walking or I might even um, do some visualization where I'm visualizing myself somewhere that I want to be and the thing that I'm looking to do in the future so work doing work with uh, my subconscious because the mind doesn't know what's real and what's not so when you are focusing or visualizing the things that you desire, then those things will come to you.
1: What you said, because I practice something called medical Qigong.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's a form of Tai Chi. And in medical Qigong, there's a lot of focusing on your breath and also your body because you're doing rotational joint movement exercises as oh, well. Bodyfulness, so- yeah. So it's a lot of mindfulness. And then everything you said was really about focusing on the natural ways of nature Mm -hmm. so that you can bring yourself into the present and out of your normal thought patterns. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think that's what nature, that's what meditation is. A lot of times you just have to focus on something and really analyze by not analyzing it. It's like almost like being that thing for a slight amount of seconds as you're looking at it to the point where you're you're being you're in the present. Um, meditation brings you to the present. Exactly. So what does it mean to be present?
0: Um try well I shouldn't even say trying. It's like you're um, you're getting rid of the noise or distractions that are around you. Um that's for me is being present. Um, I love plants. This is something I forgot to mention. I love plants. I call myself a plant mommy. I have about it's probably 20 plants now. Um, and I I love, one of the things I like to do is getting up in the morning and I'm present with them. Um, it's just observing them. Just, just Just being grateful and thankful. Not necessarily for my plants, but being grateful and thankful for life, you know? So for me, that's being present, being present, being around the things that I enjoy. And Mm -hmm. it reminding me of what it's like to be here, to be alive in the moment and not worrying about, oh, the bill I have to pay. And not worrying about, you know, um, the annoying neighbor, I'm giving an example. I really don't have an annoying neighbor, <laughs> but um, not worrying about that in the moment, just being in the moment because this is what I have right now the present.
1: So, you know, being in the present has a lot to do with gratitude.
0: Yes. And everything I'm grateful for. Like, what I was talking about where I do my walks, where I walk. When i'm walking even it could be to the train station or wherever or where i'm going to catch when i'm getting on the subway or whatever um i live in new york by the way for those who are listening um i am walking with gratitude so that's why i do that that mantra that i do i live in an abundant universe all that i want need or desire will come to me with great ease and little effort
1: you live in new york which is a busy city it's like get out my way I'm trying to get somewhere. Everybody is on the go. People, I don't think a lot of people even have the time to be mindful. And I'm sure you've been walking one day and somebody got mad at you. I'm just making that assumption.
0: Actually, what I'm finding, since I started doing this, more people are smiling at me. So Mm. it it must be the energy. I just, that's something I've been noticing. I'll be sitting on the subway. People smile at me. People say hello. They say good morning. I know that's weird people hear such bad things about New York but this is my experience
1: you know right. and that's even perfect I, I, I didn't want you to confirm my assumptions <laughs> I, like <laughs> the fact that, I like the fact that it's actually the opposite which then brings me into there's good vibes and bad vibes and it's actually proven that vibes are just frequencies and energies and which were made of so that If a vibe is good enough, it can literally, um, it could diminish bad vibes. Or if a bad vibe is good enough, is great enough, is big enough, it can diminish your own good good vibes. So I think since your energy is so high, is getting higher and higher frequency, then do you think that you're neutralizing other people's frequency or are you just attracting those good people to you?
0: I never thought about that I just assumed that maybe because I I I'm in my I'm in that zone where I'm meditating and I'm not really I guess focusing on the negative energy Mm. could be that or maybe I am neutralizing it I don't know but this is something and the thing about it is I don't even have to smile at someone someone look at me and smile and I'll smile back at them someone when they pass by me they'll look at me and say good morning how are you I had someone tell me the other day. And he was like, "Oh my goodness, you have such a high vibration. This energy you have about you." I had someone tell me that just a few days ago. And I was like, yeah. "Oh, thanks. I don't notice it."
1: <laughs> yeah, people can feel that. And so that's why some people their presence can heal us. Right? Uh-huh. They don't they don't necessarily have to do anything. They just have to be in the room with you. And you're getting some healing by just being around this person. And then again, that's why there's some people they can bring you down. Like they just walk in the room and you feel that tension. There was a time where I felt almost like an impact. I hope I said that word. Yeah. But I was. I would feel the, I I would feel energies to the extreme. I would feel good energies, like okay, really good. Did I feel bad energies? Really extreme. And to the point where it's like, ah, this is just psyching me out. I just want to like get out of this room. Um, and that's when I realized that energy is so real. So you have we have to be able to guard that and build that, and foster that through our the way that we live. Mm-hmm. And that's what we want to talk about next. You you put out you have healthy gems that, yeah. you, that you share. Now, a lot of things that we use are toxic. The microwave is killing us, killing our foods, killing the quality of our foods uh you know our our toothpaste is not good for us almost everything that we're using as cosmetic or um dietary products are not helping us as much and you found a way to make a lot of these things naturally right so how did you why did you make that transition
0: Oh, like I mentioned um earlier um when I started to learn about the relationship between plants and our bodies, then it transitioned into um, my skincare product, my, uh, my my beauty regimen. And for some reason, when I started going through this process um, of learning more about um, how to live a more healthier lifestyle, I became allergic to my deodorant. I became allergic to um, the soaps I was using that I have been using for years prior. Um, It was was crazy. And then what I had to do was, being that I am a teacher and I like to do research, um, I started to learn how to make my own soaps and lotions. And then from there, um, that's where the business came in because I started making the soaps, lotions and all that. And I would give them away as gifts. And people would say to me, Washington, well, up people, my family members, my mom's friends, whatever, they would say to me, oh, you should start your own business. So that's where Keisha's Gems came from, because the gems are the things I've been blessed with to share with the world, my gems. And I noticed that from there, me making my own skincare products, it greatly improved, that also helped with my health and then I noticed that with that it's not just going back to what I said before, it's not what you're feeding yourself, it's also what you're feeding your um your epidermis so that's why I started creating holistic products soaps, lotions deodorant, all that and it's so funny you mentioned toothpaste because I actually make my own toothpaste, I've been making my own toothpaste for years now and um I don't sell it I still, you, I'm still you, trying to improve on that, <laughs> but I make everything now for myself.
1: Can you walk us through one of your one of the one of the natural products that you make? Can you at least give us some tips on how to make one ourselves?
0: Oh, okay. So, for instance, um, you could. Um, this is something really easy. Um, if you want to make, I shouldn't even say make. A lot of times we use lotion. So instead of using lotions, you might consider using oil to um, moisturize your skin. Um, so that's not even something you could, um, it's not hard to do. A good um, oil, we could use olive oil um, to moisturize your skin. So you could use olive oil and you could even get essential oil like um, lavender. Lavender is really good for the skin, um, especially if you have like acne or anything like that that you could actually use on your face. Um, You take olive oil. You could put a few drops of um, lavender essential oil, a good quality oil, and um, use that to moisturize your whole skin from head to toe. Um, As far as like a natural um, deodorant, something real simple you could do. Um, And this doesn't require really buying too many things using a lemon under your arm. buying a lemon, preferably one with seeds in it. <laughs> and um,
1: Why? Well, Why the seeds?
0: Well, the seeds actually are the life givers of the plant. I just have issue with things that are seedless. Like, how can you now grow or replicate that thing? If Well, not even replicate. How could you grow a lemon? So say, like, I wanted to grow a lemon. It doesn't have seeds in it. How am I able to do that? Seeds are the life giving force of the plant. It cannot reproduce without the seed, so I prefer. This is a per, per, This is a personal thing, to use fruits with seeds in them. So, okay. so when you use the lemon, all you could do is just take um, just cut a wedge of the lemon. You could either squeeze the um the juice in your hand, and just put it under your arms. That's your um natural deodorant. And you and you don't even have to do it every day. Like you could um because um using the lemon juice too much under your arms could cause irritation for some people. So you could do it every few days put the lemon under your arm. Now people are going to say, "But I'm going to sweat." Well, you're supposed to sweat. You're not supposed to be um you're not supposed to be yeah, sweat. We have sweat glands under our arms. You're not supposed to be closing that off cuz you're supposed to sweat.
1: Mhm. You know, we also have, like, our biggest lymph glands are underneath the armpit there as well.
0: Yeah, exactly. The the
1: crazy thing is our biggest lymph gland, which is one of the most important parts of the immune system, is our lymphatic system, is underneath the armpit. Mm -hmm. But yet we, we stuck that with so much chemicals every single day. So what does that say about our entire immune system and our ability to fight disease? It's definitely being compromised somehow by deodorant over time.
0: Exactly, because um, they're seeing the connection between that and breast cancer. And what I find so funny is that when some, when a person has cancer, when they're going through chemotherapy, they tell them not to use deodorant. Wow! So I'm gonna you once I heard that, I was like, I'm healthy. Why am I using deodorant then? If they don't want a person, a cancer patient, using deodorant.
1: Hmm. That's, that's something else. So tell us about toothpaste.
0: Now, um, as far as with toothpaste, I actually use benonite clay. Um, Bentonite clay helps um, detoxify the body. That's actually also in my um, natural detergent, my natural detergent, my natural deodorant that I, um, I make at Keisha Gem It's actually um, one of the, um, my best selling products. And um, bentonite clay, as I mentioned, helps to um, pull toxins out of the body. So it could be used for so many things for the body. Like I use it in my bath if I want to do a detox bath to help pull toxins out of my, um, my body. Um, I use it as, um, you can use it as a toothpaste as well. So basically you can make a real simple toothpaste um, just by using um, bentonite clay. Just take the clay with some water, mix it up. And use that, and you can brush your teeth with it. You could even put a little coconut oil. I know some people do that. Put a little coconut oil in there, mix it up, brush your teeth with it. It helps to detoxify, pull toxins out of the mouth, and also benignite clay helps to brighten your teeth as well.
1: What do you think about baking soda?
0: Baking soda is um is good as well. That's actually one of the ingredients, too, in um my... My deodorant. For me personally, I can't use baking soda as part of my um, toothpaste. For some reason, my gums don't like it, <laughs> so that's why I didn't mention uh, baking soda. But baking soda can be used. It could be used also too, as I, um, as we talked about before. Um, this part is um, deodorant. So you could actually use that as well with the um, with the, the lemon as a deodorant.
1: So, we know, when it comes to living this holistic lifestyle, it seems like there's more you have to undo than do, right? Mm -hmm. Are there any other things that you had to start to undo to just realize, man, I'm healthy. I am woke. I am not about to follow this agenda anymore. What are some of these other things?
0: I stopped watching television. So we talked about um, what you're feeding your, um, we talked about things that feed you, what you're feeding your mind along with um, we talked about negative um, thoughts also what are you watching what are you listening to so those are the things that I had to pay attention to what am I watching what I listen to I used to like to watch reality shows I stopped doing that because I had to say to myself what am I feeding myself what am I learning from this
1: so what do you watch now to 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 make up for what you don't watch
0: I watch I like watching YouTube so I do watch YouTube videos um, I'm more so now more paying attention to different things with my business and really becoming more savvy in that area so I watch a lot of for me I watch a lot of um, business oriented um, type videos um, I also like to watch motivational videos that's a, another thing that I so i'm really watching videos that help to motivate um those with um, positive affirmations um basically that's what i'm mostly watching now and i'm spending a lot of time writing and um, researching so i really don't get that much time to watch um even youtube videos like like someone would watch a, um like someone watch television shows i should say And now I get to control, too, is when you watch TV, sometimes you really, yeah, you get to control what channels you go to. But I am controlling what content, like what will come in my mind, pop in my mind. That's what I would go look up and look for to watch. It's a kind of a difference as opposed to when you're watching TV. You know, your show comes on a particular time on a particular station and then you go watch it. Well, for me, it's not like that. I watch things as I as I'm
1: doing research or whatever. I want to learn something. Got it. Got it. I mean, that's a great switch. You know, you have to, you have to switch what goes into your mental factory. If you want to produce uh, the products that, that you desire, you know, and you produce so many different products. You have two books, you have a bunch of different products, which we're going to talk about later on. Um, So what are, some of the top takeaways from your first book.
0: Um, my first book, um, part of the Dropping Gems book series, is book one called Healthy Gems, Nourishing Practices and Self-Care Tips for Busy Individuals. And I wrote this book. I made it a short read. It's about 75 pages for busy individuals who are looking to live a more holistic lifestyle. So one of the top um, takeaways that I have in here, um was we talked about earlier, bentonite clay. Some people might not be familiar with that. So, how to use that and how to incorporate that into your lifestyle. And I also have um, recipes to go along with it. Um, the importance of microgreens and sprouting, and how you can actually grow your own food. You know, very simple to do. Getting some alfalfa seeds and sprouting them, and um, because alfalfa is nutritionally dense. It has so many vitamins and minerals in it. So incorporating that into your salad and being able to grow it yourself very easily on your counter doesn't take um doesn't take much to do. And helping to bring more nutrition into your diet. How to make your own nut or seed milk. Like, for me, once I learned how to make it myself, I never bought it again. It didn't taste as well or as good as um, when I make it.
1: Mm -hmm. Let's (laughs) start. Let's backtrack. It's one of the most artery. I said, let's backtrack a little bit on the milk. We're going to continue doing the overview. But you said that when you was a kid, you didn't like drinking milk, right? No. How did you know milk was not good for you since you was a kid? You just knew.
0: I just knew and then I would argue. I would get in trouble for this. I remember as a child. I would argue with my parents to say, It comes from a cow. I'm a human being. Why am I drinking it? (laughs) And I would actually get in trouble for that. Like it comes from a different species. Why am I drinking this? I just for some reason I knew that I wasn't I I felt like I shouldn't be drinking it. I hated milk absolutely yeah. hated it. So, I said, and I used to say when I grow up and I become an adult, I'm not drinking milk. <laughs> Cuz I hated it.
1: <laughs> well, why should we stop drinking milk? Why should we stop?
0: Well, as I stated before, a cow's milk is made for cows. And if we think about it, even thinking about how the how, where how and how we're getting this milk. First of all, in order for a cow to produce milk, it needs to be pregnant. Because if we look at it as humans, in order for a woman to produce, start producing milk, she has to be pregnant, right? So all these cows are getting pregnant. How are they getting pregnant? It makes me think of the practices that are being done on these farms to get this, the, the cow pregnant. And also, what is the quality of that milk? Mm-hmm. You know, what are they feeding the cow? Because what they're feeding the cow, that's what you're drinking. This is not back in my grandmother's day where the cow was eating grass or whatever. And then um, she happened to get pregnant. i like, oh, we have milk. That's not the case. So that's something that people need to be mindful of. How is this cow being treated? And then they're milking the cow. And they're not doing it by hand. They're using machines. So that's another thing. What is that cow experiencing? How is the cow feeling? The emotions, all that. All that's going into the milk, and then you're drinking and putting it in your body. Just something for you to think about.
1: Exactly. Plus, it's also all the good hormones are in there as well.
0: See, I didn't want to say all that, but true. <laughs> <laughs> you're, all the hormones and everything else that they um are injecting the cow with, and all of that is in the milk, so
1: yeah they say like milk itself is like in the bloodstream while in the um when you drink it it literally clear creates sludge in your blood mhm, and over time of drinking so much milk trying to get calcium right <laughs> it's crazy how they say oh, you get a lot of cal-. you can get calcium from so many other sources,
0: yeah, that's why uh, I mentioned <laughs> the alfalfa sprouts when you when you um are sprouting. You could get calcium from um, growing your own alfalfa sprouts. When you're doing, um, if you want to do, if anybody wants to do, um, grow microgreens, that is filled with calcium. You have to think, what about what the cow is eating? That's where the cow is getting its calcium from. When we talk about the calcium that we're getting, it's from what the cow is eating and it's just being passed in the milk onto that person. So that's where they're getting the calcium from. You could cut the cow and just get it yourself from eating greens.
1: So you're saying we're bypassing the source and going to the middleman when we drink milk. That's that's a very interesting concept.
0: Yes, exactly.
1: <laughs> so let's continue on. What were some of the other gems that you had in the book that
0: so um getting back to what we were talking about you can make your own milk. That's the last thing um I mentioned the importance of drinking water actually, um, in healthy gems. That's the first chapter in my book. We don't realize how important it is to drink water. You want to get things moving in the body, especially is great for your digestive system. And um, when drinking water upon rising, you're actually giving yourself an internal shower, um, because we we everything we've done on the day before, right before you um, when you ate dinner. And then when you went to bed, your body is um, at rest. When you get up, drinking water will help to flush and get the um, digestive system um, going. So that's really important, drinking water. And actually have um, water recipes too, because some people say, oh, water is boring. It doesn't have any taste. Well, it's not supposed to, but for those of us who um, don't like to drink water and um, want to have a little flavor to the water, I have um, some water recipes in here for them.
1: Um, What are some ways that you alkalize your water?
0: Um, You could add um, lemon to it. Um, Actually, drinking lemon water in the morning is very good. So that's one way. And also um, adding cucumbers. That's another way of um, alkalining your water. And um, another thing we could do, too, um, if you... Especially um, for if you're using um, tap water, I know some people might say, um, they. for those of us who might not be able to afford to go and purchase alkaline water, what you could do is um, actually, if you put your water in a mason jar, your tap water, and then you leave it um, by a windowsill to help get rid of the, um, the chlorine in the water, it will kind of burn it off. That's something you could do too. So take it, of course, cover it and just leave it um, by a window so let the sun hit it.
1: Another thing that you could, if you want to invest in a pH neutralizer, you get one of those, plug it to your sink or whatever and you have high quality water from the water that you already have, save you money on um, having to buy water.
0: True, that's another thing you should do as well.
1: Hmm. So uh, water is super important. I think so many people are out of energy because they're literally dehydrated. <laughs> so
0: and they don't realize it. Sometimes yeah. you think you're hungry, you're not really hungry, you're thirsty. So one way you could figure out whether you're hungry or thirsty is to if you feel hungry, is to drink some water. Drink about eight ounces, and then wait. And if you still have that urge to eat, then you probably are hungry. But if it goes away, then you weren't hungry. You were thirsty. Mm. Okay.
1: So how, what are some other gems that you got for us? Just, just spit them out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, well, being that this is a short read, oh, aloe vera. Um, the importance of aloe vera and how to use it. I actually give um, like a brief history of it and um, how you could um, grow your own aloe vera plant in your home um, so you could have access to that, um, this healing plant. I talk about um, spices and herbs and how we could incorporate them into our foods and diet.
1: Mm-hmm. What's your top three spices um, that you really think is really healthy?
0: turmeric, that's like the big thing now, or turmeric as um some people pronounce it. Um ginger and cinnamon. Those are my top 3.
1: Mm, yeah, my top 3 too.
0: Oh, really? Cinnamon yeah. ginger. Oh, wow, okay. <laughs> yeah, I
1: love I love turmeric. Cinnamon is just like my go-to favorite, you know, yeah, I and love cinnamon is just it. <laughs>
0: Yeah,
1: and it's so good for you too and then yeah and then ginger come on i'm from the islands
0: yeah yes.
1: love me some ginger love me some ginger
0: me too when i um actually when i juice i always have to have um ginger in my juice i have to feel that little burn <laughs> that's just a, that's me yeah also it's good for- to help for thinning thinning out mucus and um your digestive system to get things moving and going
1: Yeah, like I like to do a detox juice every once in a couple of while when I'm trying to get my mind straight or trying to do a restart in my life. And the ingredients that I use is beets, ginger, turmeric, cucumber, and celery, you know, to do that detoxification process. And I'm telling you, it is like so amazing.
0: Oh, that sounds like one of the juices I make.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I'm sure it is because those ingredients are just so good for you. So. Mm -hmm. especially the beets you know it's it's a it detoxifies your blood purifies your blood and i love drink i love drinking beets
0: yes me too love it
1: so what are some so you said you also had another
0: book yes i have another book it's called holistic gems um and this book is about um seasonal and year-long allergies and actually what i'm going to be doing with this book I'm doing it right now. I'm, I'm creating a, um, a course. So um, I am starting my own school online, of course. It's going to be called Dropping Gems Academy um, for Holistic Studies. So my first course I'm going to have in there is going to be called Holistic Gems, How to Treat um, Seasonal and Year-Long Allergies Naturally. So teaching people how to... Um, how to deal with their seasonal year-long allergies in a more holistic manner. So I'm really going to be expanding upon that.
1: Yeah, so you said you had a lot of allergies, right? But you said something that was interesting and something that I heard. You said it was when you're in New York, your allergies always acting up, acting up. But somehow when you're in the islands, it's not acting up.
0: No, they're fine. I could be in the trees, I could be around all sorts of things and nothing bothers me. So I just think that's um, interesting. <laughs> I don't know why, because I'm around pollen. This, um, especially, I was in Antigua the other day, and um, it's it's growing season. It's not um, different things are coming out. The mangoes are coming out. It's not mango season yet, but they're coming out. So before you have a fruit, you need to have a flower. The flower has to have pollen on it. it doesn't bother me.
1: Mm. So and I was wh-
0: staying somewhere with trees all over the place.
1: So what causes your allergies?
0: Um, Well, the pollen. Pollen, dust, things of that nature. I think that's why I became, I'll call myself a plant mommy, because one of the chapters in my book, I talk about houseplants and how they actually help with cleaning the air.
1: So how about clutter? Because I have a friend and... He has allergies, He coughs a lot, um, and, you know, I think he's a little bit cluttered. Do you think that have a dramatic effect on your, you know, on, like, your breathing and your allergies?
0: Not just that, but I'm thinking on a spiritual level. Um, yeah. Clearing your space. Um, that's something I, I do believe when you have clutter, it's like chaos. And that could be one of the things that might be bringing on the allergies. I'm talking about on a spiritual level. So even like I make sure my space is clear and clean. That's why I mentioned the plants, clearing the air. So you might need to do that. He or she might need to clear the air. And that's to help with the allergies.
1: So Keisha, you know, as we go towards almost the final minutes of the this conversation, this holistic conversation here on the Ed Talks podcast. What are, I have allergies, let's say I do. I'm hypothetically speaking and I need you to help me right now. Give me some nuggets, some gems to kind of like start this process before I buy you a book. What are those?
0: Okay, so as far as like with your allergy scope, what people don't think about during the allergy season or let me even back it up. You need to start preparing your body. That's the first thing. So you need to do things that will boost your immune system. And one of the things I talk about in my book is consuming raw honey that's from your area, um, close to where you live. So if you can get um, raw honey, um, preferably from a beekeeper, um, and start taking that prior to the allergy season because then you're boosting up your system and you're getting your body ready for the allergy um, season. Um, you could do it in fall and in spring. These are things that I've done that's really helped. Um, another thing, during allergy season, what I tell people to do, and I used to have my students do this. Um, when they would come in from recess, I would have them wash their face. All my students that I know had allergies, really bad allergies. I would have them wash their face when they come in because you're washing that pollen off your face. Um, in some cases, I would even, if if you're coming in from outside your home, you're coming in from outside for the day, remove your clothing as soon as you get in, and um, if you can, go take a shower because you want to wash all that pollen off of you. Um, and that will definitely help. Another thing, we talked about plants having, if you're able to, there's certain kind of plants you could have in your home to help with um, filtering the air. And this is actually um, a study that was done by NASA where it talked about air filtering plants. So there are certain plants that you could get that are easy to care for um, that you could have in your home. Um, something else that you could um, do, too, is... Um, Using a nasal irrigation device, also known as um, a manetti pot, so that's something you could do to to, um, to actually clean your um, your sinuses, and that will also, if you have if you have um, breathed in any pollen, to help to rinse it out of your nose. So those are some things that are in my book, and I'll also be going into more depth with my course and a webinar that I'm working on as well that I'm gonna be coming out and connect you with my course.
1: Well, thank you for helping me with my imaginary allergies. <laughs> now I can be on my way to breathing clear again. <laughs> um, and that was some very holistic gyms. Now, you know, we wouldn't have a podcast about holistic gyms without bringing them to you, but this is only a fraction of what Keisha has to offer. Um, and, You know, so Keisha, how can people, you know, you have a lot of projects starting up, you you know, you're launching this new course, you're even working, actually, another thing that you mentioned, that holistic living is not simply about getting your mind right, getting your body, what you put into your body, and then your spirit aligned, but it's also getting your pockets aligned. your financials, your financial literacy. That's the other component. So tell us about briefly about that component.
0: Well, if you're not feeling, um, if you're unable to pay your bills, I'll just put it like that, and you are not managing your money well, how that will then affect your health. So we need to look at, um, your financial literacy, um, how a student, are you with spending money, creating budgets, things of that nature. So all that too has to do with holistic health. It's all connected.
1: Because you want to be able to clear your mind so that you can focus on what matters.
0: Exactly, because um, we all want money, but I don't think it's so much the money we want. We want to be free. And money is a tool to um, help us to become free, to do the things that we want to do. If you want tra- If you want to travel, you need money. You know what I mean? If you want to move into a new apartment, you need money to do so. If you want a new vehicle, you need money to do it. So you need money as a tool. So basically, I want to teach people how to be free. (laughs) Not necessarily me per se, because that's not my area of expertise. But on my podcast, I actually um, do bring, I brought someone on to actually discuss that. Mm.
1: So you using your platform to share everything that you possibly can to to carry out your mission. That's really good. And that's what I hope to do with all the media projects uh, that I have going not on. Not hope
0: to do. That's what you're doing. You're not
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I use the wrong word. Sometimes I do use the wrong word. But that's what I'm doing, you know, with this podcast and also the Unlimited Power Show, which is a, a personal development talk show that you guys can check out on my YouTube. And it's also... In all the islands. So it's in a bunch of islands. Nice. You guys can tune into holistic conversations like this. Um, Keisha, one last thing that I always say is that i like for you to leave a gem that I can remember, someone else can remember, something that can touch someone's heart wherever they're listening. So if you were to think of a final message, something that really stuck with you, what would that be?
0: You are enough. All that you need to do in this world is already inside you. You just need to align yourself and those people that you need to help you, to push you, and to become your greatest version, they will come to you. But you have to sit and meditate and know that you are enough. People who have done the great things in this world are no smarter than you. You are enough.
1: That is the best things that you can hear is that you are enough. Start right now. Keisha, is there any special deals that you have for my listeners?
0: Well, um, my webinar that's coming up, my class that I'm going to be starting is actually going to be 50% off. But also, if you want to shop at www.keishajems.com, that's K-E-I-S-H-A-G-E-M-Z.com, you will get free shipping for all items that are over $40. Just use the code free shipping.
1: Can you, can you start an Ed Talks code and give a 10% off all products bought from listening to this, from this podcast?
0: Oh, definitely. I could definitely do that. So if you put in Ed Talks, you get 10% off your order. I could definitely do that.
1: Okay, guys, you see, Ed is always looking to hook you up with some holistic products, connect me to the right people. And we've just done that here today on the Ed Talks Daily Personal Growth and Motivation Podcast with Keisha. Everybody, dropping gym. So, how
0: can we follow you? Well, you could go to my website. All my information's on there. It's www.keishagemz.com. And on there, you'll see you'll find my books. So, if you want to purchase any books and get an autographed copy, you could do so as well. My YouTube channel, Dropping Gems, and also my podcast, Just Dropping Gems, is on there as well. So everything that you want to know about me is all on my website.
1: Well, thank you so much, Keisha Christian. It was a pleasure conversing with you, having this holistic conversation. Thank you.
0: Yes, thank you as well. And thank you for inviting me. And it's been a pleasure talking to you.
1: Pleasures are mine. And thank you for tuning in to this episode of Ed Talks Daily. I want to remind you that you have the unlimited power in you to achieve whatever it is that you want. But first, we have to start with that belief. Because until you believe that, the world will forever miss your talents, your gifts, and all the great things that you have to offer. I invite you to subscribe to this podcast, leave a review, tune in every week for another episode I don't have a specific date that I drop episodes, so you just stay on the lookout for these episodes. Sometimes I post daily. Sometimes I post four or five times a week. Nothing is set in stone. We just bring out content as much as we can. So with that being said, follow Ed Talks Daily on Instagram at Ed Talks Daily. And if you'd like to be a guest on the show or if you'd like to send us any questions, email us at Ed at gmail.com with all that being said have a wonderful wonderful rest of your day I want to remind you that you have unlimited power within you to achieve whatever it is that you want and to construct the person you want to be but first you must believe it in order to achieve it and until that happens the world will forever miss your talents your gifts and all the great things that you have to offer so let your light shine don't hide it don't damn it. Thank you. Find Ed Talks Daily on your favorite podcast app and be sure to leave your thoughts in the form of review. Until next time, remain in your unlimited power.